Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Overnight Crowd. Yes, SEN, your home of sport. Paul Sebastiani here with you. And join by a very special guest, uh, Nick Negropontis. We've picked up the action again. It's Carlton Chat. Uh, we've been through the first two rounds. And, uh, yes, SEN's very own, our social media manager, our digital content writer for SEN.com.au, Nick Negropontis. Hello, mate. Paulie, thanks for having me back. No, no worries. Uh, we've had a good reception off the we first have. two pods that we've done. So uh, we thought we'd pick up the action again after the first two rounds. Uh, it's been a... Uh, Entertaining, to say the least, I think. The undefeated Carlton Football Club. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a good start, I think. It's been a good start. Um, we haven't been together since round one. Yep. Uh, but what have you made of the first two rounds? I think they overthought round one. Yep. I think they had too long to think about Richmond mm-hmm. and decided they were going to play this chip mark, take the heat out of the game style, and it didn't work. Yep. We were very lucky to walk away with two points. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. We should have. Obviously, it's one of those games where... They were the better team, but we should have won. So mm-hmm. I guess a draw kind of works out well there. Mm-hmm. And then I think against Geelong, they were like, nah, let's go back to what we want, the style we want to play. Yep. Let's not be dictated to by the other team. Mm-hmm. Let's play our style. It'll be our style versus their style, and we'll see who wins. And we were, I mean, the scoreboard flattered Geelong in the end. We should have won that game quite comfortably, if not for going into sort of game-saving mode in the fourth quarter and yes. um, inaccurate goal-kicking in the first half. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I was very impressed with that Geelong game. And I think that, assuming we now tick the boxes in games that we should win, yes. that sets Carlton up for a very... Uh, in a, we're in a very strong position. We are in a very strong position after the first two rounds. And I think it just... I think it highlights that... And maybe Michael Voss was correct after that round one uh, draw, uh, which I just quietly tipped. Uh, you did too. Uh, yeah, with chest. Uh, and had a little bit on at the 50s and $34. <laughs> I think I've been telling everyone in here, actually. And rightfully so, right, too. Yeah, rightfully so. Who tips a draw in the footy and gets it right? Anyway, uh, I actually think... You know how how positive I was after the first game. I yep. was not... I wasn't too worried. I, I looked at the game and thought, no. It was because of the Collingwood preseason game. The way we moved the ball in that preseason game, I thought, no, no, no. That can't be... That can't not be the way we're going to play in 2023. So I, I think the, the the big thing that I looked at from round one to round two was, geez, these boys can flick the switch yep. from game to game. They can play a defensive style if they need to, and then they can play on the bounce when yep. they need to as well. So I wasn't... Did Richmond deserve to win round one? I don't... But like, and you, they, you said it there. Okay, they, yeah. they dominated general play and field territory, but but what does that mean? Like they, they had their goal kicking was horrific. That was it. Yeah. They could they could they could they, they couldn't penetrate our defense either. Our defense was magnificent in round one. And it's a facet yep. of the game that you need to get right. If you can't if if you are not going to win field territory and if opposition is getting on top of you at clearances in the stoppage, you have to have a safe plan. You have to have a safety blanket that you rely upon. And that's our back six. Yeah. For me, that's fine. I don't care because I know that they can absorb that pressure. And they have shown that they can in the past. They've, they've shown that they can in round one. 
And I am happy with that because ultimately I think that is what is going to win your premiership. And that's what we're in the business to do this season. Correct. And the only player who's gotten a hold, gotten a hold of us is Jeremy Cameron. Tom Lynch got off the hook a little bit. Yep. But I think that was more circumstance than yeah. him actually just getting a hold of his opponent. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron kicked four goals that um, AFL stats said were of 30% chance or less. That's exactly right. What can you do? Exactly right. Sometimes you just have to go, yep, yep, he's too good. Spot and on. He, he was the best player on the ground. Yeah. Fair enough. That was the only reason Geelong were anywhere mm. near us is because they have the best player in the competition yeah. who played his best game in, you know, quite a while. Nearly ever. Yeah. Really. I, I think as, and as a coach as well, and you'd probably look at that and think, oh, do, do we send someone to try to stop him? You may actually do to a certain extent, but as you said, pointing out the percentages, the blokes had three shots from outside 50, which is flushed every single one. Yep. And then he's had three shots from the boundary and he's nailed all those as well. So what, what I mean, as, if you play the percentages as a coach, more than likely he's probably only going to kick three or two of those goals. But he, 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 was on, he, he had a hot hand that game, but we're able to stem the flow in the last term in those last sort of six to seven minutes. I think it, it went yep. scoreless for the last eight minutes, was it, or something we, like yeah. that? And the key difference was obviously not only Harry taking those big marks on the wing, mm, which mm. ended the game. Yep. That they threw Charlie behind the ball, which they haven't done yes, before. That was a new wrinkle, and I really like that because yeah. we don't need Charlie Kono inside 50 in that nope. situation. We don't need to score. We need nope. them to stop scoring. Yep. And throwing Charlie behind the ball, he got into a couple of good positions. Uh, I think that's absolutely something they have to keep mm. keep doing uh, when we're in those positions going forward. And if they had done it against Richmond, if Charlie was sitting in front of Tom Lynch, he doesn't take that mark. So it's ifs and buts, but yeah. I think that's absolutely something that they should have done in round one and they did correct and do in round two. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I think again, and you said it before we got into the nitty gritty of it, is that it just sets up the season so well now because I think a lot of people had us on two. I had us on two. Yeah. And now we're one and we have six points on the board instead of zero. And and I think a lot of people would say, okay, well that's six bonus points. Totally. Now we hit the rest of the season with, you know, our tails up as well and, and, and a belief that, what we've actually implemented for the last four months over yep. preseason, actually, it has some weight and bearing on two pretty good teams. Yep. Uh, obviously, Geelong are a little bit, you know, they're, they're a bit beaten up and they were there for the taking. But uh, again, I think we've managed both games really well. Um, and I, I think, I don't think it, I don't think they were two performances where you're like, oh yeah, it's unsustainable. They're going to peak too early. It seems as though we've managed yep. the beginning of the season far better than I could have expected, I think. so. Last year, it felt like we were all in on those that, that first exactly. month. We exactly. We were all in, yeah. crash and bash. But they had to be. I that, think they yeah, had to be. That's a fair shot. Yeah. yeah, I think they had to be. So now that they've But it got, wasn't sustainable last year. That And that's the problem too. It probably wasn't sustainable because it got down to a point when we only had, what, 25 players to pick from? Ha, yeah. ha, you can't... Doesn't help. You can't train. No. What are you going to train? 12 on 12? Yeah. You, you just cannot train. So the standards slipped late in the season, but now we just hope that... Blokes can stay fit. Um, who were your talk? What, what were your sort of talking points out of this game from an individual perspective? Uh, for mine was Ed Kerno. Golly. Uh, well, so wow. George Hewitt is laid out. Yep. And they just go. So my internal thought was, okay, so does Sam Doherty just play? Yeah. No, I completely forgot about Ed Kerno. Yeah. Ed Kerno steps in, plays the George Hewitt role. Not only does that, he tags Cam Guthrie completely out of the game mm. to the point where they have to change his position in the fourth quarter. Yep. And Cam Guthrie was the best player on the ground in the fourth quarter. But, mm. uh, that aside, damage, damage had been done. Damage had been done. Yep. Ed Kerno was brilliant to the point where, you know, he was the logical player to omit this week mm. for Hewitt coming back in, and mm. they just can't do it because mm. he was in the five best players on the ground. So I'm very curious to know who comes out for for Hewitt 
uh, this week. I think it's Silvani. I think it is too. And I think Ed yep. goes back to that half forward yep. role. But yeah, like hasn't Ed been like, this is an aside. Can we do a quick aside? We can do a quick aside. Always. Carlton fans, stop talking about Will Setterfield. Oh, Nick. Oh, God. Carl, it doesn't oh, matter. wow. It's fine. He's playing at oh, Essendon. He's no. doing good. Great. Good for him. Oh, God. He would be fighting for Ed, he would be fighting Ed oh, wow. Kerner for that last spot in the Carlton midfield rotation right now. Wow. He would be omitted in two weeks when Sam Walsh comes back, and it would be the exact same position he was in last <laughs> year. Good for him at a new club where he's getting actual opportunity. Who it, cares? He's but, not better than Matthew Kennedy, so he's not getting that position in the team. End of story. So my point on that is Ed Kerno has done a brilliant job yes. in this position and he, that is his spot yes. until Hewitt and Walsh take it off him. Yes. Um, so I'm very happy for Ed and I think that is one of the big takeaways. I have to say something about that. That Sorry. has been a bugbear of mine. As soon as Setterfield had that performance against <laughs> Gold Coast, I said, oh no. You just know Carlton fans are going to start sucking. But people can support however they want. Yeah. Right? Who cares? It's done. Setterfield's gone. Stocker's gone. Those blokes are gone. Who cares? I'm not worried about You stuff. follow the Carp football club. Oh, I hope they have good careers. No. <laughs> no. Be ruthless. Who I'm, cares? They're I, gone. I'm not worried about Liam Stocker having 18 disposals oh, in, a, in a St. Kilda back line that what, is all system. Do people not understand that you can lose a player? That player can play well at the club, but it doesn't mean you've lost the trade or you've lost out. Correct. It doesn't mean that. No. You can still win from that. So... Anyway, people need to get over that. So anyway, people can support however they want, <laughs> But whatever. Talk, talking point that I think we should discuss, obviously we're saying that Sauce comes out for Hewitt. Yes. So Ed Kerner goes into sort of... Well, I think he stays on the ball. And I think the Coning maybe takes the half forward role because we've got Pitnett in there now. I think the more rotations we have yep. on the ball, the better. We've got to have those two rucks. Hundred, oh, we've got to have those two rucks. 100%. And we always... When the teams came out and it was Martin in... I'm oh. sorry, it was, um, it was Durden in for Hewitt... You knew Martin was out. Yeah. And you knew that they were going to do something shifty where it was actually mm. Pitney replacing Hewitt yep. rather than the other way around. Jack Martin, I don't care about. Go play four weeks of EFL and we'll, we'll see you when when you put a month of yeah. quality footy without your body breaking down. You, you need to do that. He's out of the, he's out of the equation for now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it is Sauce who loses his place. Mm. And mm. then we see what the, the forward structure looks like with the, yep. the, the three key forwards, the Ruckman, the three smalls. And then Ed sort of rotates through on yep. ball with with the rest of them. Completely agree. Let's talk about the three smalls. How good were they? You know what's weird? Right. We laid one more tackle than we did against Richmond, against Geelong. Yep. But it didn't feel that way. No, it didn't. The, the pressure was manic. Manic. Yeah. It, it, you could The eye test from the Richmond game to the Geelong game was far better. Big time. In the Geelong game. Durden, well, Durden set the tone early. The, the early smother. Yep. We got a goal out the back from it. And... What I was really happy about was our backline and our smalls, even Mackay, they didn't let Tui get off the leash. No. He was not as influential as, as Geelong would have liked. And Matt, Matt always has had a career game. I, th I thought he yep. was brilliant. Yep. I thought he was fantastic. He's, he's not your glitz and glam type of player, but I'll tell you what, if you put him in front of goals, he's not missing. No, he kicked the goal in the last yeah. quarter that won us the game. So important. Pretty much. It was so important. So to the three smalls, big up them. Durden looked like he's... And he had worked on his uh, aerobic capacity in the off-season. So you saw him get from more contest to contest. He kicked that great goal as well. Yep. Um, and Jesse, Jesse Motlop's going to explode eventually. Yep. So we, we need to play the two key forwards and the three smalls and yep. then the two rucks. Yep. And so those that's seven seven players. Am I counting right? Yeah. Yep. No? Whatever. So that's, a, that's a group of players that aren't going to get much of the ball mm -hmm. but are all playing key roles. Yep. 
So that's one thing to sort of watch and manage is we need those mm. three small forwards having an impact on the game. Exactly. Even if they're not necessarily touching the footy. Influence on the game. Correct. Which is what happened on the weekend. Like you look at the mm-hmm. stat sheet and scroll all the way to the bottom and, you know, Durden had eight disposals. Scroll, you know, a bit further up, you know, Mudlop had 12 disposals. But their impact on the game was way yep. bigger than the stat sheet suggested. I'm I'm not big on, you know, like I like disposals and how many disposals you no. get. I mean, it, it's a sign that you're going from contest to contest and you're getting into okay positions and finding the ball. But for me, it's all about efficiency and influence. What you do yep. with those touches matters more to me than accumulating them, if that makes sense. So um, let's get on. There's a section of the ground I wanted to get on and I thought both were fantastic uh, on Thursday night, the wings. Yes. Akers and Hollands, I Absolutely. thought I thought was sensational. Blake we, Akers was brilliant. Before we get onto that, can we give a yes. shout out to Nick Austin? We can give a shout out to Nick Austin. Last year we I mean we weren't doing this podcast, but we were saying we don't have any wingmen. We're playing Setterfield and Nunes and you know, O'Brien and Cottrell I'm sort of making do, but we don't have any quality AFL no. footballers playing on the wings. No. We have two now. Shout out to Nick. I actually saw him at the VFL game on Friday night and, He's a good and man. said uh and said your two boys were very impressive. Yep. Uh, on the, not not uh, Acres, well, who, he did pick up Acres, but uh, Cowan as well, yep. who I've been very impressed with too. So uh, I think Holland's uh, GPS got past 15 kilometres, it's something like 15.2, yep. 15.3 K. So he's racked up 30 Ks in the first two <laughs> the games. The kid is insane. He just yeah. does not stop moving. How's how's his, uh, how's the cojones to get yep. in front of Jezza? After doing it the week before Je- as oh well. Oh God, I shouldn't say Jezza. Jeremy Cameron. <laughs> I, I don't say Jezza. He's not Jezza. There's only one Jezza. <laughs> That's a contentious argument. It shouldn't be a contentious argument though. Yeah. Ollie Holland's getting back in the pack, breaking up that that moment, doing oh. it. Like the kid has has it. What can you... The kid he, has it. He's, he does have it. He's... He's got an amazing engine. Yep. He's courageous. He works like a cattle dog. And he pulled off that kick on the 45. I just, I, I, in the grandstand, I was like, ah, oh, he's done it. It's his second game. He's pulled off the kick on the 45 and with yep. confidence too. If only he just nailed that shot at three-quarter uh, time. He deserved the goal. The, they would have uh, gone all around him. I know. Yep. I know. It's going to come, though. It will come. It's going to come. I think it will come in this GWS game. It's lovely to have wingers yep. who keep their width. Correct. Oh, God. I actually... Can I use this word? It, it was an orgasmic heat map <laughs> for both Acres and yep. Hollands. They were fantastic. They did what they were they were asked to do, and they didn't. You know, we're not here to take shots at Jack Nunes and them, but no, it's just not a, it's a, you've got to get better in those positions. Correct, and we did. Yeah, both of them. Now, big talking point with the uh, Blake Acres attempted mark against Richmond. Yep. Uh, team high eleven marks on the in the Thursday game and yep. against Geelong and he took huge defensive marks in the last quarter as well. He, he, ma- he made up for it. I thought he was brilliant. Yep. Big I thought time. he was fantastic. So keep it up, lads. Keep that up. Um any other talking points from the first two games? I think now the attention turns to ticking the box. We've got yep. five games now that are odds on favourites. Where Carlton will be going in heavy favourites. Yeah. And then there's the sort of St Kilda game with which who knows we'll be where they're at. Order. We I will, would hope so. We will beat St. Kilda. Especially if they don't have Steele and King yet. We'll beat that's, that's six weeks away. First up is GWS. They're going to have Kelly and Whitfield back, which is a plus for them. Huge. Back, um, back home. They were, yep. they were, they ran out of steam against, against West Coast. They, they were never. That was shocking. They were, yeah, it was a pretty poor performance. Yeah. They're going to be better this week. Are if, they? I think so. With Whitfield and Kelly back, they'll be better. The, all Carlton, if we, if Carlton shows up with the same attitude they showed up against Geelong, we'll beat them by 50 points. 
Yeah. It's just, you yeah. know, the difference between doing it on the MCG on a Friday night, on a Thursday night, versus yeah. doing it at Giant Stadium on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Can they do it? Because this, this feels like a danger game. I've got no issues. No, I, it's not a danger game. I feel like we're going to smash North. I'm get, not worried get, about get, North. Get that out of your vocabulary. I am worried about this game. I'm not. <laughs> You're not worried? No. 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 They got none. They got nothing? No. Giants have got none. No. They got none. I, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if we lost this game. Absolutely. I think it might be a little bit closer than people think, but I'd be shocked if we lost well, this game. If we're if we are the team we think we are, we win this game comfortably. I agree. And like, it doesn't matter. Like we don't have to win this game by a hundred points. We have to win this game in a manner that is, you know, just go to giant stadium, yep. get the four points, yep. come home. Yep. That's it. Yep. That is the task. Yep. And I'm, I'm confident that they can do it because the thing is like, what are the, the odds are we're going, we're not going to win all six of these games against uh, GWS away, North Adelaide away, St. Kilda, uh, West Coast away, and then we've got Brisbane in round eight. Yeah, exactly. We're, not, we're probably not going to win all of those games leading into the Brisbane game. I think we will. But if we do, and we're 6-1-0 and zero going into oh. Brisbane in round eight at home on a Friday night, like... I think we will be. Like, we should be. Yeah. But obviously, this is still Carlton, and I Carlton think, are capable of I all think, sorts of things. I think we will be, to be honest. that That's my take. One week at a time, one day at a time, <laughs> one training session at but a time. But that's the position we've put ourselves in now. Yes. With the two results at the start of the season. Correct. We could be 6-1-0 and zero going yep. into Brisbane in round eight. Yep. And in a brilliant position to set up our entire season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the goal now for the Carlton Football Club, is to get to that position. Yep. And reset. You know, get Sam Walsh back along the way. Yep. And and we hit that Brisbane game mm-hmm. with full of full of confidence, full of momentum, and knowing that we are halfway there. Basically, you know what I'd love to see over the next from from week to week. Obviously, it's it, I've always been big on this now, ever since I've seen what Arsenal and what Mikel Arteta has done at Arsenal. One training session at a time, one day at a time. Just get better the next day. Just continue to get better the next day. If you, if you have a poor performance, just get better the next day. For us, I don't want to see four, five, six, seven, eight changes over the next couple of weeks. I want to see a, a, a team that is is set. We don't have 85 injuries. We don't have blokes dipping nice. and waving in form. We have a set team, a set maybe 24 or 25 that we rotate through throughout the next maybe month that gets settled, yep. and away we go. And you can manage the squad that way. Correct. Hewitt comes in. Yep. Silvani, Silvani probably serves as the sub. Flies yeah. over with the, with the he's, team. He's on the outer a little bit, isn't he? I love O'Brien yeah. as the sub, though. I don't mind him as the sub because he provides a bit of run late. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, either way, I think O'Brien needs a, a full game in the VFL just for yep. his own sort of, yep. you know, m- momentum for the yep. season. But yeah, th- th- there's no changes to make. We're not we're not dropping nope. anyone. Nope. Um, I guess we're dropping Jack. But George yep. Hewitt, that's his spot in the team. Like mm-hmm. he, he comes back in mm-hmm. when Sam Walsh comes back in. Ed, we love you. You're not playing yep. 22 games anyway. We know this. You come out. Uh, Sam Walsh Who knows? He might. He might. Who, he might. You never know. Don't but know. That is that is Sam yep. Walsh's spot in the team, Correct. and then we don't touch it. Yep. That is that is the twenty-two, pretty much barring injury. Yep. Um, so ahead, just to this weekend, uh, Giants versus Blues. What is your official prediction for this game? Carlton by twenty-nine, okay. but we're leading by forty-eight at three-quarter time. Okay. <laughs> that is my prediction. <laughs> okay. Well, I had us winning by seven points. Really. Uh, but I am getting more confident as the days are going by. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm just looking at a few. I don't see how they get a hold of how they kick a winning score on us. No, 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 no. Matchup question. Yes. So I would be sending Weedering to Toby Green. 
Ooh. Because he is the one that will win them this game. And he's also an incredible one-on-one defender. I reckon Sorry, saying, one-on-one forward. I reckon they'll send Cowan to him. That worries me. I love, I I love, love Cowan, Cowan, mate. Toby Green is the toughest assignment in the give competition. Him, give him the t- And he's in good form, too. He's in really good form. His first two weeks. Because I feel fantastic. like Hogan is a Lewis Young job. Uh, yes. And I feel like, who cares about Harry Himmelberg? I feel like you can throw McGovern or Cowan in that direction. Yep. Because he's not playing... He's not playing north well, to 30 anyway. Weedering and McGovern alternate between those other two, and then one plays the intercept and one yep. plays the stopper for a little while or the blocker. Yeah. yeah. That, so. that, that's the way. And I think what we're not talking about enough is how Adam Saad completely shut Tyson Stengel out of the game on Thursday night. Woof. He was he, he was incredible. So maybe he gets Woof. the Toby, Toby job. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that, that that's one thing that worries me is that Toby matchup. Ramadan Mubarak to Adam Saad and all the Muslims out there as Absolutely. well. It's a special month for them. Uh, it's it's no it's no shock that that is the month that he's had and and that's the game he's had. It's he's, he's got a big month that he needs to prepare for spiritually and and mentally, and it's no shock to me that he's put in a, a worldie yep. uh, against Geelong as well. He Everyone was talked about how good he was offensively, but that yep. job on Stengel was. Oh. Was really important. First class. Yep. Absolute first class. So uh, good on him. He's in very good form. Uh, yeah, I'm, I I said Carlton by seven points, but I think it's it's I think it's going to get beyond three or four goals. That's that's what I'm thinking there. So um, VFL news. VFL, uh, I was there, there on Friday night. Yes, I was. Uh, very poor start. Shocking start. And it ultimately cost us the game. Uh, but there is one... There is one name that really bobbed up in this game, and he played his first official VFL game, Jackson Vins. Yes, tell us. Yeah, uh, played on the outside, uh, was sort of operating wing, half back, trying to push forward as well to half forward. Uh, found a fair bit of the pill. It said he only had 19 touches, but he had a lot of influence uh, through chains, and, and he was getting involved in a lot of chains. And I was really, really pleased with his performance. I think we've got. I think we were a nice yep. player on our hands there. The the goal I think with drafting bins was to say we have the two best runners from the yep. from the draft class with yep. Hollands as well, mm-hmm. and they've they've clearly done that. Mm-hmm. So bins is obviously going to take his time, yeah. learn a bit more in the VFL, whereas Hollands has been thrown into sort of the deep end. But we know, I think we have a player to watch there. Yeah, he's he's very wiry. He'd, he'd be about fifty kilos, ringing wet, uh, <laughs> but he's he's a tough bugger. He's a lovely user of the ball, and he finds space as well, which is. Which is exactly what we need, and and I think that should translate into AFL level. So we've got we've got a nice one. On Any injuries in the VFL at all? Uh, yeah, Sam Durden with a little hamstring niggle. Yeah, uh, he had the compression bandage on his hamstring. Don't, I'm not confirming, or I'm not confirming anything. Don't know how long it's going to be. Don't know if it'll be long at all. Yep. Um, he, I, I think he said, I think he was saying it's not nothing, nothing to worry about or nothing too bad. It might have just been a little bit of a strain. They're like, no, nope, go off. So, yep. maybe a one to two week. We'll see. Um, he wasn't on crutches or anything like that. So, no. Brody Kemp, look good. Yeah, look good. he alternated between. He played predominantly down back, and then as the game wore on, uh, he got thrown up forward and then got thrown on ball. So that's just Brody Kemp utility gets thrown everywhere. So, no, he looked good. Um, Does he play an AFL game this year? I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so. I really like him. He feels like a good sub. Yeah. I really, really like him. I think there is a real spot for him across that half forward line if he so can grasp I. that because that half forward line is an area of of concern for yep. us this year. So someone has to take that role and, and get involved with it. He could be the person. Yeah. Um, I'd love if we got Ned Carl in that role. Uh, he's a very, very good half forward, mm-hmm. uh, half forward flanker. He was, he was okay again on the weekend. Harry Lemmy showed some signs, That's kicked a lovely goal from about forty-eight meters out on a very tough angle. So he's still very raw, 
Um, and he, he's still got a lot of development to come. So he's probably maybe two years away, I would say. But uh, I think we've got an able one there. Murkov, yeah. meh. Didn't really like his <laughs> game. Boy. Nah, I didn't like his game. Uh, gave away some silly free kicks and just got to use his body and get around and have more of an influence on the game. Dow, what you see is what you get. Everyone sees 30 disposals, 10 clearances. <laughs> He's been, he was doing that all year last year and could have get a game. So for people out there, I'm going to say it now. Stop saying Dow in. No, there's no spot for it. Stop saying Dow in. If, if you keep saying Dow in, one, you don't watch the VFL. Two, you don't know what we're after at AFL level from a midfield perspective. And he can't provide it at the moment. And people say, oh, he needs to be given a chance. He's been on the list for six years. Yep. He was given two chances last year and he bottled them both. Yep. So... Leave him alone for the time Again, being. Let him it, roast in the VFL. If he ticks boxes that the coaches look at and say, okay, that's what we requ- that's what's required from our midfielders. He's ticked the boxes. We've got one or two niggles. We want to rotate the squad. Here you go, Paddy. There's your, there's your opportunity. Again, look at what Ed, Ed did on the weekend. He can't do that. He can't do it. He can't lay out no. eight tackles, kick a goal, and have 26. When's, when's Paddy Dow ever done that? No. In an and and there's the little things too. Like Ed, you know, he's getting – 30 seconds left in the third quarter. He's got the ball. He gets tackled. He keeps it in. Stoppage. Exactly. Paddy Dow tries to free the arm, free yep. the arms, holding yep. the ball, turns the ball over. Yep. Like, he needs, yeah, he, he, we don't need a superstar in there. We need the George Hewitt, Ed Kerno role yep. players. Yep. They do their job. They get games. Yep. Paddy Dow wants to be a superstar, I think. And I don't think he... Can, leave him alone. I don't think he's quite there. Leave him alone. Yep. Just leave him be. Jack Carroll, good. Liked his game. Good like Jack. Uh, yeah, he had he had some moments there. Just just the poise and composure under pressure he needs to continue to work on. Uh, but I, I liked his game. He, he got on the end of a lot of change as well. Was good in the midfield. Um, Dom McQuay took, took some really one. nice yep. intercept marks and took that specky, which people would have seen on the Carlton app as well. So... Yep. Uh, I really like him. Uh, I think he could be the heir apparent to, to Marchbank and, and the bloke who we can rely upon as as that next um, phase of intercept defender in, in our club. So, you know, McGovern's still getting on. He's probably got about three, four years left. And Dom McQuay looks like he could be the bloke who can who can wonder, step in. I wonder. I wonder if we – we won't see him this year, surely, but I wonder no. whether, yeah, he gets a chance at one point. The one thing that he needs to start working on now is, one, you've got your defence. That's that's what you've got. When, when you're a player like that, Work on your defense first, your intercept craft, get that nailed. The next layer for his game is to hurt on the rebound. Yep. That's the next layer he has to start working on. So he will continue to do that. I really like him. Um, there's plenty of scope for improvement with him. So big, big tick for him. Plowman, he had 21 to half time, but that was a sign that our midfield just couldn't get a hold of it. Yep. Um, he was he was solid. I don't care. He was okay. I don't but, want to hear about Lockie Plowman. But, but you know, look, if <laughs> if there's ever an injury in the back line, he's as reliable. He's, he's he's reliable because he doesn't go down. Yeah, because he doesn't get hurt. Exactly. And availability is your best ability. Okay. I know I always say that, but uh, play yeah. twenty two beer game. Correct. Exactly. Chincotta solid as well. Good. Again, he's another ample replacement if we need him across halfback or anything like that. Any other names that you want to uh, throw at me? First look at Hudson O'Keefe. Uh, quite, but he kicked a nice goal from the boundary, dropped punt. Yep. He kicked a really nice goal. Very raw, though. Very, very raw. I think I think they know that O'Keefe, Lemmy, Akoi, those guys are the two or three-year bracket. 100%. Though, project players. Correct. And that is fine. You're supposed to have yep. two or three on your list. Absolutely. My worry is if Pitnett goes down or if De Koning goes down Ooh. and we don't have that ready-made, ready-to-go mm. big fella on the list. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a big question mark as well. But right. touch wood, touch we don't wood. have to go down that no. path. Uh, the other player who uh, did Josh Honey things was Josh Honey. Lovely. 
goes missing for a patch yep. and you're like, where is this bloke? And then he comes out and decides he'll just kick a left foot snap from 40 meters out on the run and does Josh, Josh Honey things, which is... Mercurial sort. Yeah. Uh, again, if, if he can really patch four quarters together, again, that half forward spot is up for grabs. Yep. It's up for grabs. But again, with, whether or not he'll have that type of influence at AFL level, I don't know because we haven't seen it yet. Yep. He's got the talent. He's got the capability. He's be- we know how beautiful he is ball in hand. And he's fast um, and he's got the size, but it's whether or not he can string it together. So, again, half forward spot up for grabs. That's it. So, uh, good week. Good, good week. Good fortnight for the club. It's nice, to, it's nice to be talking positively about the club. Yeah, yeah. And even the VFL boys, after quarter time, they, they, they dominated the game. It was 58 inside 50s to 39. So, oh, wow. I think it's 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 one of those games, and I think Geelong have one of the best coaches in the league as well, Cosgriff. I think he coached Casey to the flag last season, so yep. he's now with Geelong, uh, and they're going to be they're going to be a solid side in the VFL this season. So I think it's it's a great feel all round at the club to start the season. I, I you know how not pessimistic, but you know how harsh I am on them. We both. Are. I'm brutal on them. Yeah. Right, but I don't think I've ever been this positive about our club and team for a long time. Everything is where it should be right yep. now as of yep. April, as of like the start of April, pretty much yep. everything is where it should be. Yeah. Very positive. Very happy. We've got a patch now that we can just go in week by week, tick them off, go through your phases, keep your form up, keep up the good form and uh, stay undefeated for as long as you can. That's it. We need to get to that Brisbane game. With every win under our belt. Exactly. Exactly right. GWS this week, we're both tipping us pretty confidently. I think most people will. So yep. onwards and upwards to the Giants. And uh, Pont, pleasure doing it with you again. We'll be uh, we'll be back next week to do it. Go Blues. Go Blues.